concerning our spiritual being, which organ is more important or even most important? Our heart or our spirit? Now that's a very good question. But if I were to ask you, as you're sitting there, which organ of your body is the most important? You really couldn't answer a question like that because the answer is related to the function of the organ you're considering. So you may say, my heart is the most important organ. So long as my heart, the most important organ, is functioning, everything is fine. But suppose my liver stops functioning. My kidneys stop functioning. My respiratory system stops functioning. Then their ceasing to function makes them experientially the most important organ at that at that time. So we can't really say whether the heart or the spirit is more important. At certain times, the heart definitely is more important. At other times, the spirit, the human spirit, is more important. But actually, I would begin by saying, in our personal life with the Lord, in our daily living, in the present age, your heart is the first of the most important organs. Because your heart is you in action. Your heart sets the direction of everything, of what you will pursue, of what you will love, of the kind of relationships you will have, what your contact with the Lord will be like. The spirit is within the heart. So the spirit cannot really function unless the heart functions first. And the heart, the human heart, has two main functions. One is to believe, and the other is to love. And if we are to contact the Lord in a personal way, in a real way, we actually do not begin with our spirit. We begin always with our heart. Because as Peter says in 1 Peter 3, the spirit is the inner person, the inner man of the heart. 
So if the heart is not functioning normally, our spirit is confined and cannot function much except by the conscience to try to awaken us. The first exercise concerning our heart is to turn it to the Lord. For decades, this has been my first experience or exercise day by day. If the heart is turned to the Lord, then our being is open, the veils are lifted, our faith and our love are operating, and our spirit can come forth. But it's simply a fact that our heart must constantly return to the Lord, to be brought back to the Lord. For all of us the same in this matter. It's not always spiritual, it can just be practical. When I go to sleep profoundly tired and I grope to consciousness early in the morning to wake up, I don't know what part, I don't know where for a few minutes my inner parts are. But what the heart does when I'm sleeping, I don't know. But I realize the first thing I need to do in relation to the Lord is to turn my heart to him. Now, if you find that, honestly, a little bit challenging or you question whether you're really doing it when you say it, I give you a backup prayer if you'd like to have it. If you can't say, Lord, I turn my heart to you, because now you're questioning yourself while you're saying that, am I really doing this or not? Then you may want to pray, Lord, cause my heart to turn toward you. And this is a very good way to pray for someone you care about. Lord, cause their heart to turn. Then when your heart is turned to the Lord, at least for the time being, the direction is set. So now you can exercise your spirit to contact the Lord, to receive the Lord, and to contain the Lord. We don't contact the Lord with our heart. If someone serves you a dessert that you just love, you delight when you see it, you're in a little, you're just joyful. So your heart is really loving it, but you're not taking it in with your heart. Your heart sets you up to take in the dessert by other parts of your body. So in a very real sense, the battle is for our heart, 
And the primary exercise is first with our heart to turn to the Lord and to open to the Lord. 